0: Hi friend, welcome to Sweat & Yoga's Love the Skin You're In podcast, where we sweat for a workout and yoga to feel something new. I'm your host, Sinjana Sonnenberg, lover of sweat and all the feels, sitcom junkie, hoop enthusiast, and your realistic health and fitness bestie. Health and fitness has been hijacked by the fitness and entertainment industry, and I'm here to take it back so we can all learn to love the skin we're in. Girls come to me for help with weight loss, but instead they learn to listen to their bodies. So in today's episode I wanna bust a myth that I think has been going around the fitness community far too much lately on doing heavy compound lifts. I did a little insta post on this a while back. Shameless self-plug, you can find me at Centrana SAY. It'll be linked in the show notes for you. Anyway, I did an Instagram post and I got an influx of questions about why do so many of the quote unquote fitness gurus suggest heavy compound lifts over workout variety movement variety and in today's episode I want to talk to you about why and how that's been pushed by the fitness industry and it's getting worse with people following random gurus online rather than listening to their own bodies so we'll dive into that big one As usual let's start with three things I'm grateful for this week number one we are finally home you probably noticed I took a hiatus on the Epis last week and that was because I was packing and on a plane so I thought that was a natural stopping point for season two side note had I known we were going to have to leave Germany so quickly I probably would have pre-recorded an episode but since I didn't blessing in disguise I guess we now have season three <laughs> Um, number two, food delivery service. Uh, as you may know, when you come from out of the country in Canada, you have to quarantine for two weeks. And it's been so lovely. And I'm so grateful for the grocery delivery people. Honestly, like uh, last year we did Instacart a few times and it wasn't as efficient as this time around. Honestly, it was. it's just been so marvelous and I'm like so grateful for the people that are doing this stuff. Uh, number three, uh, I know this is super cheesy, but the places we live in Europe um, over the last few years wreak havoc on my lungs. So the things I'm grateful for is being able to breathe. Uh, by the end of the like seven or eight months stint, stint, I usually feel like a sense of relief once I'm home and I can finally breathe again. Um, because by the end of the seven to eight months, like, I, I get a little bit clogged up and... Uh, the last like month or two in Germany I had trouble sleeping without the windows open and then um, like I I legitimately couldn't breathe through my nose it was crazy so I'm super grateful for breath Uh, and then something I'm working on doing a little each day and focusing what I got done so rather than making a huge to-do list which has always sort of been my downfall I'm making a list of three things to do each week and not to toot my own horn but this week I even got my legging drawer sorted out just saying, <laughs> productivity. Uh, just my usual reminder that I don't say these things to brag or tell you how great my life is, but to remind you that the little things are worth being grateful for as well as the big things, and maybe encourage you to pause the show and write down three things you're grateful for right uh, now. Okay, so on to today's cue. Uh, The question was, why do so many of the quote-unquote fitness experts say you shouldn't do weird exercises but stick with heavy compound lifts? Remember, you can always ask your health and fitness questions in the Google form at sweatandyogacom forward slash ask. The link will be in the show notes, and I will try and get to them on the show ASAP. Okay, I have a lot to say on this topic. If you know me, you know I am all about variety. I mean, it is the spice of life. Nope. Um, And it definitely creams my crop when I hear all these quote-unquote experts say that heavy compound lifts are all that you need to do in order to live a healthy lifestyle to be fit. Um, Let's start by talking about what compound lifts are. I actually went and pulled the definition off of Google just so we're all on the same page when we talk about this. So compound lifts are exercises which work several muscles, muscle groups simultaneously. They are the main quote-unquote heavy lifts which form the base of any strength routine. So basically, like your squats, deadlifts, pulls, overheads, uh, overhead presses, etc., etc., etc. talk about why this idea of heavy compound lifts as your best options for training gets said so often and why it's now sort of become like the norm to say especially online uh, number one it 's definitely the best bang for your buck if you 're only training once a week. I will never argue this if you could not get any other movement in and i 'm talking like next to no walking, not even the ability to like spare ten minutes to go for a walk or do a, like a quick little hit session at home daily legit nothing else you only have like forty five plus minutes to spend at a gym once a week. yeah, getting some good mobility, a warm up, and then lifting heavy and doing these types of exercises will definitely give you the best bang for your buck. Uh, And that's for a few reasons, the main one being so that you have a full week to recover so you don't need to worry about overstressing your body when it's not ready for the next training session Uh, and also the other reason being that you would need like 12 plus hours like a full day to isolate and work every single muscle if you are just uh, working like individual muscles and training weird movements and it's also just like not enough stress on your muscles consistently. Personally, I do not suggest this because I would rather someone takes the time to activate their body for 10 minutes a day than goes like all out and stresses their body once a week. Uh, So if there's a possibility to split that like 45 plus minutes up and usually if we're being honest with ourselves, there is. I would rather see a healthy gait intentional walk for five to 10 minutes every single day than a large pile of stress on the body once a week. Reason number two, it's become super popular with the fitness industry is Uh, That heavy compound lifts are like D lift is that it does utilize something called muscle tension Which is creating by using a load where you're failing between 5 to 20 reps I believe it might be 5 to 30 anyway as the rep range and it causes a lot a lot of muscle damage Which (coughs) sounds bad, but it simply means the micro tears that occur in the muscle fibers after creating enough of the muscle tension Which sparks muscle growth feel compelled to say that this is one of the reasons I love heavy compound lifts and you will definitely see me doing them like if you see my workouts it's not like I never do heavy compound lifts it's just not my sole form of training. Reason number three is sort of built off of reason number two but this does tend to build more muscles which utilizes more calories. I hate saying it here even because you know how I feel about calorie counting but in this context it is a formula if everything else is not in a state of stress but uh, to like get more in depth on that go back to season two episode four for that talk I will link it in the show notes uh, but yeah so it utilizes more calories which does give you quote-unquote quicker results uh, and I'm saying quicker in air quotes because uh, that's because I can it can also be pushed too far um, and then your body can be too stressed out but yeah Anyway, reason number four that this has become popular uh, to talk about is because most of these exercises do tend to build the quote-unquote ideal physique. This is one of my biggest issues with it. Rather than function, we are now looking at our bodies as something that the media, the fitness industry has portrayed as the quote-unquote ideal. And then we are using something healthy we are doing for our bodies, aka the healthy thing being moving our bodies but we are using this healthy activity to perpetuate this quote-unquote ideal that the fitness and media industry has put on us rather than using it as like a form to feel better um so what do I mean by ideal um I mean that most of these exercises build our shoulders and our hips and our glutes. This gives us the illusion of a smaller waist. Uh, I talked about this in the Instagram but this is actually the main reason that so many fitness influencers get their boobs done because when they have like a bigger upper body and a bigger lower body, their waist looks smaller even if they get thicker in the mid-region. So it's just like a illusion of the... like it, it, it gives that hourglass figure. Unfortunately, uh, some trainers don't have much of a choice because we are taught so often that this physique is quote-unquote healthy and like a good physique. Side note, this is also not taking into account our own bodies and individualities and how our bodies are built, but that's a talk for another day. But anyway, so these trainers have clients coming to them uh, expecting those exact results and expecting them quickly and not reaching this physique quickly because you can get a similar and maybe not quite as extreme result with functional training that will actually serve you well in life in addition to looking that way but not giving these uh, results quickly means losing a client a lot of the time but how do you communicate that this quote-unquote ideal physique that we've been shown in the media and shown by the fitness industry isn't ideal for everyone and it isn't um ideal to gain that quickly and isn't what most people should be striving for uh that's such a difficult conversation to have like it's i I feel bad for people that can't the kind of need that um their client to just get the quick result in order to keep their client you know anyway that's just a little side note there on physique and what we've been taught it's uh it's sort of like a weird uh, illusion like a weird mind fuck when we sorry for the language but like when we watch what we've been taught it's kind of crazy again you look at like the instagram fitness stars and whatever and most of them are posed and most of them have their boobs done and they do these heavy compound lifts so that they can have the ideal figure but how many of them have injuries how many of them have like issues with their bodies it's a lot just food for So, before I dive into why you should be training the weird stuff, aka loads of variety, I want to share with you my absolutely free workout guide. It's a seven day workout plan with infographics that give you loads of variety in your day to day. Perfect if you don't know where to start. Grab it at sweatandyoga.com forward slash glow up week. It'll be linked in the show notes for you, friend. let's dive into why I think you gotta train the weird stuff. Number one, we move in all sorts of ways. If you only train neutral back and you bend down to pick up a pillow or especially something heavier like a kid or a school bag, and you don't do it with a neutral spine, but that's all you've trained, your body gets shocked and doesn't know what to do, especially if you repeat it over and over and over again. Sure, picking up that pillow the first time won't throw your back out of whack, but doing it repeatedly will. This is why so many of the most common injuries happen when someone's doing an everyday task. Like, honestly, how often have you heard, oh, I just bent down funny, or I just reached for the seatbelt behind me weird. These are the things that are supposed to like be a normal movement for our body, but they throw our body out of whack. Um, Why? It's because we don't actually train in all these different planes. We just train in like neutral back, neutral planes, front to back, side to side we do so much twisting throughout the day like I remember when I was younger and this was when I was really young and um I didn't really do much training like I played a lot of sports but I didn't do much training so often when I would reach for like a bowl on the top shelf or something I would get like a weird just like a shooting pain down my side now I have not had that in years and personally I think it's because I've incorporated all sorts of different movements so my body knows how to compensate number two reason to train the weird stuff like when we slip off a curb miss a step get run into by a kid or whatever we don't fall over into a perfect or squat so training the weird builds those tiny stabilizer muscles which we need in order to keep ourselves safe when like life happens you know number three you probably do tons of weird unbalanced movements already If I had to guess, you have a bag that hangs off of one shoulder, you always open your front door with the same hand, you lift your hips to one side, you, like when you stand, you carry your groceries on one hip or on one side, you chop veggies where you stand tilted to one side, you drive sitting a certain way only using your right foot and right hand, and so many other unbalanced stances and movements you do. By training the weird stuff, mindfully mind you not just flailing around you will be able to find out where your imbalances are and can train to bring yourself back into balance which in the end will result in less pain and just better and more functional movement all around so again rather than working out for aesthetics we can work to bring some balance into our lives and isn't that so much better you know it like with the balance comes the aesthetics and the loving ourselves and being confident in our own skin anyway number four with doing consistent movement but with variety you can actually get more fit it just takes longer because when you learn how to engage your proper muscles you actually start to utilize them more frequently in your day-to-day movement and become more conscious of your own imbalances so uh rather than the next time you walk to the mailbox just flailing one foot in front of the other like when's the last time you've actually walked mindfully and thought about what's happening and how evenly distributed your gait is like if you become aware of the discrepancies of your movement you can start to make it an intentional walk to the mailbox and that will actually over time change your body composition using something called trigger sessions um i want to touch on trigger sessions just like super quickly because this is something that like i sort of knew about but it sort of blew my mind so i first heard the name for this concept uh from the mind pump guys they have a great podcast if you're looking for some health and fitness advice as well they get a little broy sometimes but they know their stuff for sure um anyway kyle my husband used to always talk about how there is just like a working man strong like guys that work construction or chop trees or whatever just have strong hands and forearms and uh shoulders oftentimes and it's just something you cannot replicate in the gym but he himself has always been exceptionally good at bench press like most guys on his team have always commented how he can blow past guys that are way bigger than him in bench and his shoulders are pretty broad um yeah anyway so then when i heard the term trigger sessions um like it came up in the convo between the mind pump guys it clicked uh kyle has always had a bench press growing up and when he would get bored while he was sitting playing video games or doing schoolwork or whatever he would just go and hammer out like 10 low reps of a bench press uh he would probably do like 100 plus reps most days this built those muscles in a sustainable way the same way that someone works um with their hands they build their forearms and their grip like through consistent activation this is how training the weird creates more awareness so that you can turn every activity basically into like a trigger session like sitting you can become more aware of your shoulders and core or walking you can flex like flex the glutes and evenly distribute on the ground and use the hamstrings like it's just like it creates so much more stability and then all these little micro flexes that you do throughout the day rather than just like oh I did 12 reps of a squat instead you're doing hundreds of reps of a glute contraction right like it's just it becomes an it becomes a more uh it creates more of a lifestyle rather than just like I'm in the gym for one hour a week and I am doing squats and deadlifts and overhead presses and pull-ups and whatever right it becomes a yeah lifestyle I know that I repeated that, but it just bears repeating it does it becomes more ingrained in you, and then it becomes harder to lose as well, right like you know so many people that have like they train really really uh, uh physique uh competitors are are really bad for this, like they look like when they're in their prime, they look like trim, and then they let themselves go, and it's like in between competitions they don't even look like the same person. Um, whereas when you train the weird and you train it sustainably and you create these little trigger sessions you are kind of constantly working and like constantly pumping that blood through your body and constantly creating awareness and then you're just you don't have that big fluctuation even if you take a week off the gym you know you go on vacation you're still fine Alright friends, so really the summary of it all is heavy compound lips are great, especially if you only have one day a week to train, they should be your focus, but really you should be including them in a wide variety of training, for even just 10 minutes a day to create not just an aesthetically pleasing body, but one that functions and keeps you safe day to day, and also for sustainability. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me today, friend. I hope you got some useful takeaways here. All the links I talked about will be in the show description. Make sure you subscribe so you know as soon as new episodes are up and share this episode with a friend if you think it'll be beneficial to them so we can all get healthy in a realistic way and love the skin we're in. I'd love for you to take a moment and tell me what you'd like to see more of in the show by either filling out the Google form in the show notes or writing a review. Now go on and do some weird movements, friend.